Ronna McDaniel is out as RNC chairwoman. This comes after Jennifer Van Lar came on this show and told you guys all about her outrageous spending habits over at the RNC. Jennifer joins us again to discuss. One January 6th defendant is out after spending years in prison. We give you an update on Sergeant Ken Harrelson. King from Citizen Free Press is joining us tonight to discuss the latest headlines up on his website. House Republicans failed to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas yesterday. It was an upsetting turn of events. We discuss all of that. All that and more on The Brianna Morello Show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. And guess what? Rhinos never, never miss an opportunity to disappoint you, the American people. Last night was no different, of course. They missed their opportunity to finally toss out Alejandro Mayorkas as DHS secretary, and it was just disgusting, okay? Last night, they held the vote to impeach him, and, well, four, four, and then three later on after a second vote, but ultimately, these rhinos were the ones who said, no, let's let's keep this guy around. He hasn't destroyed the country enough. <sighs> Tom McClintock, Ken Buck, and then Mike Gallagher. Those are the three who decided to keep this man in power in, as Secretary of State. I mean, sorry, as the Secretary of DHS. And ultimately, it's just disgusting because we all know Mayorkas has completely, completely ignored immigration law. He is leading the invasion right now in this country. And ultimately, we are now stuck with him. So, but if you're wondering why, why would any of these three rhinos keep him around? It should be a bipartisan issue to get rid of this man. Well, Mike Gallagher, Congressman Mike Gallagher, has given you a response. Let's get that up. So Mike Gallagher is telling you this. He's saying that Republicans rejected Pelosi's precedence then and should reject it today, creating a new lower standard for impeachment, one without any clear limiting principle, won't secure the border or hold Mr. Biden accountable. Hmm. So ultimately what he's saying here, and this is just the summary of his BS, he's telling you, the American people, that we shouldn't impeach Mayorkas because we didn't agree with it when they tried to impeach President Donald Trump. No, 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 no. There was no evidence against President Donald Trump. There was no legitimate cause for impeachment. President Trump did not break any laws. That is why the impeachment against President Trump was wrong. It was a political hit job, and it still is an ongoing political hit job. So when he makes those comments, understand he doesn't know what he's talking about. This is the same Michael Gallagher who, of course, wanted to go to the World Economic Forum. And it wasn't until I texted him personally and emailed his office did he finally have a change of heart. This guy, he's got some corrupt ties, yes. And I also texted him again, and I asked him, what else does Mayorkas have to do to get you to a vote on impeachment? I mean, literally, this guy has destroyed our country, and you want to tell me you want to compare it to President Donald Trump's impeachment? These are two completely separate issues. Ultimately, if you're a person with basic common sense, you'd get that. And speaking of common sense, Senator Ted Cruz yesterday spoke about Mitch McConnell, and you'll never guess what he had to say. Let's take a listen. Is it time for Mitch McConnell to go? I think it is. Look, everyone here also supported a leadership challenge to Mitch McConnell in November. Uh, I think a Republican leader should actually lead this conference and should advance the priorities of Republicans. Yeah, that's pretty basic, I'd say. But ultimately, Mitch McConnell, it's not not probably going to get booted from his position. These guys thrive off of power and they never want to leave. So you got to push him out. You've got to create pressure to get rid of this man. Now, this man single-handedly is one of the worst negotiators. And although he wants to make Lankford, Senate Lankford, the fallout man for that horrible bipartisan invasion bill, that man was likely behind it because he likes to play footsie over there with the left. Ultimately, Mitch McConnell, his time should have been up a long time ago. He should have been tossed a long time ago. But he's still in power like so many, and he's not going to give it up until you push him out. And speaking of just that, let's move on. Last night, the primary happened in Nevada, the presidential primary for the Republicans did. And well, President Trump's name was not on the ballot, of course, because you remember those communist pigs over in Nevada, they had it yanked off. So, well... Even with his name not on the primary ticket, well, guess what? He's the one. 
Sorry, Nikki Haley. I know she wants to probably claim victory in Nevada, but she did not get it. Ultimately, none of these candidates won by 60.4%, meaning President Donald Trump won Nevada. Congratulations, Mr. President. We're so proud of you. (sighs) It's just so refreshing to see these political hit jobs not, not work out. I love it. This man could literally survive at like anything, anything they throw their way. He always comes up as a survivor on the other side of all of it. And that's why they're so aggressive. They're so nasty. And we discussed it yesterday with Jeff Clark, as many of you recall, as you might remember. Yesterday, the D.C. appeals court said, oh, no, that man right there doesn't have presidential immunity. Whenever he left the White House, that's it. He's a private citizen now. So he could be charged, criminally held accountable. Ultimately, and I told my my followers up on Twitter, ultimately that should scare you because if that ruling, that decision is upheld, you know what that means? That means Democrats are going to do whatever it takes to come after that man and make sure he does not win. So what you're seeing now, yes, it's bad, it's un-American, it's treason, but it's going to get a lot worse because ultimately the Biden regime has a lot to fear. If that man makes his way back into the White House, they know damn well they're all going to prison and that's why they won't let him go back into the White House. So if you think things are bad now, they're only going to get worse. I'm sorry for the bad news, but ultimately it is only going to get worse. And speaking of getting worse, in case you missed it too yesterday, this is another one, good one. Mr. Joe Biden, that's how I don't call him President Joe Biden, by the way. Mr. Joe Biden is not expected to be criminally charged in investigation into how classified documents ended up in his possession. So these classified documents were when he was vice president, not president. And well, ultimately, as vice president, you don't have the power to unclassify documents. But this man right here on your screen, he took those documents home. You might remember he actually stored them behind his Corvette in his garage because that's where you store them. Well, looks like they won't be going after him, which is such a surprise by our Department of Justice. Or should I say Department of Injustice? These people do not care, guys. They don't care. They're not trying to create an illusion that there's an actual justice system in this country that's fair and balanced. It's not. They're prosecuting President Donald Trump over this same topic. But ultimately, guess what? President Donald Trump had the right to have these classified documents because he could unclassify them if he wanted to. That's what he could do. He had all the power to do so. And yet, and yet, and yet, they're prosecuting the former president and not this scumbag on your screen. Yes, it's disheartening. Yes, it's disgusting. But let's be honest, most of you guys already expected this to happen. So there's no surprise in this at all. It's unfortunate. But guess what, guys? We live in quite the interesting times. And those are your headlines for today. I want to let our audience in on a little secret. I'm saving hundreds of dollars each year after switching over both of my lines to Patriot Mobile. Yes, so now my business and personal line are with Patriot Mobile. Now, Patriot Mobile uses the same towers that you're probably already using now, except it's less expensive. So my 5G towers that I love to use my old provider, I'm still using them now. I'm just paying significantly less money to do so. And on top of it all, Patriot Mobile believes in the same things you and I believe in. They have the same morals. So they donate to causes that are like pro-life causes, veteran causes, and even the NRA. It's incredible. So I highly recommend you head over to PatriotMobile.com right now. Take a look at their plans and sign up. And today, if you sign up and use promo code Brianna, they're going to waive the activation fee. Yes, you heard it right. They're going to waive the activation fee. Just make sure you use promo code Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. And under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. Now you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. Last night, Twitter imploded with the announcement that Ronna McDaniel was stepping down as RNC chairwoman. Now, you might remember last week we ran this story from Red State. We had Jennifer Van Lahr on our program to detail the insanity that was happening at the RNC regarding spending. 
And well, they had one of the worst fundraising years in quite some time. And then suddenly the New York Times reported yesterday that she was going to step down as RNC chairwoman after the South Carolina presidential primary. But all of a sudden, earlier this afternoon, it came out that she might not be planning on stepping down anytime soon. The reports were circulating all over social media regarding her plans to maybe stick it out a little bit longer. But ultimately, from people we've spoken to and people on social media, it looks like she is on her way out. So it's a lot to kind of digest. So let's bring in Jennifer Van Lahr from Red State. Jennifer, thank you for jumping on with us again. We greatly appreciate it. Of course. So Jennifer, you dropped this story last week and it went really, really well. Uh, ultimately, it showed and it mapped out in great detail all of the crazy spending habits the RNC has and what they were doing with their donor money. And it comes off of a year that was horrendous for them spending-wise, uh, fundraising-wise, I should say. And ultimately, you know, everyone was just so outraged and calling for the chairwoman to step down after your report. And it looked like she was going to step down. But now there's emails being sent around that she doesn't plan on stepping down as of yet. Jennifer, what do you make of all of this? Because it's quite confusing, the reports. Well, obviously, you know, I was thinking about this this morning that it's difficult if you're someone in Ronna McDaniel's shoes to have such a public fall from grace and such a public uh, firing, basically. Uh, we all know that Trump is the head of the Republican Party at this point, And if he wants her out, then she needs to go. Uh, so that said, I think that probably what happened is overnight when there was so much football spiking on on social media and all these stories around that she just couldn't handle uh, seeing all of that and decided to come out and say, and like you referenced, she sent an email to the 168 members of the RNC uh, this morning saying, that all this palace intrigue is, is distracting from trying to win the special election in New York and all of the other things that they're trying to do with election integrity and holding Joe Biden's feet to the fire. It was very much a PR written message. And she said that as of now, nothing has changed and that decisions will be made after South Carolina. And in my opinion, that's just trying to cling to a little bit of face saving there because the New York Times article cited people close to her. And I don't know if they would have run this without having a little bit of documentation more than a rumor, but they cited people close to her saying that this move had been planned uh, since last fall and had nothing to do with any recent reporting. But there are also reports this morning in uh, CBS News and other traditional media outlets citing sources close to McDaniel saying that she had told Trump in that meeting at Mar-a-Lago on Monday that she would resign after the South Carolina primary. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because she's had almost 12 hours to kind of debunk the New York Times reporting and say like, you know, like, hey, guys, that's not true. And it's as easy as just posting a tweet when you want to when you want to kind of correct someone or correct an outlet. So she hasn't done that. She hasn't put out a press release. She hasn't done any of that. So I wonder if they were factually correct, the New York Times, which is rare sometimes for them. Uh, and she right. just wanted to backpedal it out a little bit because she wasn't quite ready to make the announcement. Maybe she just feels like she wants to have all the attention right now in New York on that special election, which would be nice, but it just doesn't seem like something she would do ultimately. But it's quite concerning. And then there was the interview that was done with uh, President Donald Trump on my former boss's show, Maria Bartiroma. And he sat down with her and made these comments to Maria regarding Ronna McDaniel. Talk about this optimism uh, ahead that that we could see some relief, but the RNC doesn't seem to be so strong. I mean, the Democrats have all the money. Look at what we see. We get the Democrats actually uh, with the money and and uh, spending it. The RNC seeking credit lines. The RNC reported its lowest bank balance at the point in any year in 2016. Comerica says Michigan GOP defaulted on a loan of half a million dollars. So I have a lot of money, and the money that they get. People are not looking at the RNC. They want they want changes. I, you have to understand. I have nothing to do with the RNC. I don't. I'm separate. How's Ronna McDaniel doing? Uh, I think she did great when she ran Michigan for me. I think she did okay initially in the RNC. I would say right now uh, there'll probably be some changes. There will probably be some changes. And then after that interview was taped, according to New York Times, he did meet with Rana. And so ultimately, yeah, it's kind of strange to make those claims. 
do you think he kind of nudged her maybe to potentially step down? Because it sounded like he was he kind of had that in the back of his mind a little bit. That definitely sounds like what's happening. He is being very gracious and I think giving her the chance to do something to save face here. Uh, he also told Newsmax on Monday that he thinks that she knows that it's time to go. I, interestingly, when I sent the New York Times article to a source who's an RNC committee person, uh, when I sent that pretty much right away yesterday, they replied saying, hmm, that seems like it might be a little premature, but could be hard to walk back now. So from what I take from that, that it, it is in the works, but maybe it wasn't really ready to be released. And maybe it was leaked to the um, Times because people knew that Rana would get a little bit of cold feet about actually resigning and wanted to make something public so she would have a harder time walking it back. And I also know that California GOP chair, Jessica Patterson, who is part of the 168 and who is tightly aligned with Kevin McCarthy, has been calling Republican congressmen in California and congresswomen, asking them to put in a good word for her with Trump that she could be the co-chair. That would be interesting. I I I think it's really interesting. I mean, we saw some people floating names. Uh, Congressman Matt Gates also floated, which was strange. I thought it was maybe sarcasm, but he he kind of floated the name of former Speaker Kevin McCarthy as running for chairman, which I thought was interesting. I know people on social media are kind of liking Scott Pressler. Uh, Who would you kind of think is probably one of the top candidates for replacing Ronan? Uh, Well, I know that Trump is pushing for Michael Watley from North Carolina, Uh, There's also Drew McKissick, who's South Carolina GOP chair. I don't really have super favorable opinions of either of them. The thing that we need to watch out for, though, and I think Gates was being sarcastic, but I'm not entirely sure because I also heard him on a a Twitter space talking about it. But the thing we have to remember is Kevin McCarthy still has a huge war chest when he walked away uh, from his seat in Congress. And he could very well be behind the scenes saying, hey, look, you know, all of this war chest could be yours if you either put me or my person in charge of the RNC. So we need to watch out for that. Yes, he can raise money, but I don't think that we need an exclusionary RNC. And that's what we would get with Kevin McCarthy. We'd get the same transaction based things that he did in Congress and that ultimately hurt the party and didn't serve him well either. Yeah, I know people aren't very fond of Speaker McCarthy as well, because ultimately candidates who were running in the last election, they weren't happy because they didn't get meetings with Kevin McCarthy. They didn't get a sit down with him or any real financial assistance. They got the bare minimum. And that didn't strike them uh, very well. They weren't they weren't very happy about that. So we'll see how this all plays out. I think it's going to be very, very interesting. But Jennifer, you're reporting. I'm giving it full credit for all of this because I think it really stirred you know, the pot in the right direction for all of this to kind of come about. We, we do need need some change in leadership. And so thank you again for for sticking to it and and keep going on this one because I think everyone needs to know, donors need to know where their money is going. And you've done a great job at covering that. So thank you, Jennifer. We have some exciting news we wanted to share with our audience tonight. It looks like Sergeant Ken Harrelson is out of prison. As you guys recall, this is the J6 defendant. We've been telling you about his story for quite some time now. Well, we have some good news. As I said, he is free right now. He's made his way to a halfway home. His wife posted this tweet online announcing his return. I picked up my love of my life, my king. And uh, it was so refreshing to see. We love the Harrelson so much. They have been such a great guest to have on the show when it's Angel or even to speak to Ken in jail. And I'm just so, so thrilled to see he is out. Like I said, guys, he's in a halfway home. He was sentenced to four years in prison. Uh, if you guys recall, we talked about it with Steve Baker, but during his trial, they they lied, the DOJ. They had people testifying during his trial uh, that were literally making things up. And we have all the evidence to prove it. So we hope that Ken is is going to be able to somehow appeal everything that happened to him because, I mean, they've wasted over three years of this man's life. And this is a veteran. This is somebody who loves a country who isn't even political. And they tossed him in prison. It's an absolute disgrace. But Ken's not alone. His co-defendants still sit in prison right now. And we continue to pray for them and hope that they return home soon. We're hoping for a miracle here, people, because these great men do not deserve to be in prison. They did nothing wrong. And the Department of Justice knowingly lied. So welcome home, Sergeant Ken Harrelson. If you enjoyed that interview, make sure you subscribe to our channel on Rumble. And if you're watching on YouTube, well, why? As many of you know, YouTube has been crunching down on us and we've already received one strike 
So make sure you stay in the know. It's simple. All I have to do is head over to briannamorello.com and subscribe to my Substack. Enter your email address to stay in the know. And you'll also get the latest reports that come straight from me. We won't spam you too either. I promise you that. And if you're listening on any of our podcasting platforms, make sure you give us five stars. And we look forward to seeing all the feedback you guys have for us. So make sure you leave a comment as well. We'll be right back after this. I want to tell you guys about my friend, Allie. Allie is always complaining about her feet hurting because she's always in heels and working on them. And so I gifted her the new My Slippers 2.0. And let me tell you something, guys. It's been a complete game changer for Allie. You see, Allie tells me now it feels like she's walking on clouds because these slippers are so soft and the cushioning on them is perfect. She is so happy with her new My Slippers 2.0 that she's bragging about it to everyone. And well, if you go on mypillow.com right now, you'll notice that everyone's talking about these slippers. They're incredible. So right now you have to head over to mypillow.com and secure your slippers right now. Now, if you want to save up to 66% off, you got to do it by using promo code Brianna. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. Again, make sure you're using promo code Brianna if you want to secure your 66% off and get them now before they sell out. To celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. All right, we're back by demands. It's one of your favorite segments so far sponsored by Citizen Free Press. When we go on the website and we give our commentary, I give my commentary, I guess I should say. But today, I've got the honors of having a very, very special guest joining us. Let's bring in Kane. He is the mastermind behind CFP. Kane, thanks for jumping in today and joining in on the commentary. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh, This is going to be, people have no idea what this segment is going to turn into if we do this over time. But I think we should call it cracking jokes at CFP, Brianna cracking jokes at CFP headlines. Yeah. 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 So I'm here. And here's the good thing. I want to lay it out for people. So I hate doing interviews generally. Why? Because it destroys my productivity. If I do like yesterday, I did. I did the Charlie Kirk show was like it's always 30 minutes in the middle of the day. I have to disengage myself from the stack 15 minutes early go get the laptop set up because my giant 27 inch monitor doesn't have a built-in microphone, et cetera. So I have to do all that. It takes me out of the flow. And so now what people don't realize is Brianna figured out how to just call me. So now I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting in the control chair. I don't have to get up. And, and, uh, and so I think this will work better. So I'm re- I'm ready to uh, laugh at some of our headlines. <laughs> well, listen, honestly, I'm on board with this completely because if I can make this as easy as possible to annoy you, I'm game. So Correct. we're excited to have Correct. you on. And if anybody has any ideas for this segment, like names that you guys want us to call this segment, feel free to drop a comment below. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And we're going to figure it out. We're kind of just testing the waters a little bit and trying to throw around some names. So if you've got a better su- suggestion, just drop it in the comment line and we will give it a look. Uh, all right. So let's head over to the CFP website right now. Kane, that's where I am. And I'm seeing that there's some lawfare going on. Democrats plan Trump's immunity appeal to Supreme Court. These are the four scenarios. You've just recently posted this article from JustSecurity.org. It says, how long will Trump's immunity appeal take? And then they're analyzing all of it for us. So, Kane, break this down for us, because obviously they want to speed up this process because they want to interfere in our upcoming presidential election. So what's this all about? 
Yeah, it's about wish casting. So when you do a job like you do or I do all day long, we're reading leftist media, right? Because that's where all the money is. That's that's where all the people work. So we sort of have to take these sources as they are. And I always try for people who wonder, because I'm linking to all kinds of different sources, you know, for people who wonder, I it's it's because conservative media doesn't really cover breaking news. They very often just don't have the journalists to do this in-depth stuff. So what this is, is I call it a Democrat lawfare. It's it's lawfare taking a look at, at four different scenarios for the Trump immunity appeal to the Supreme Court. And what's there's a couple of things before we get into it. What's interesting is just how quickly they fired this thing out, which shows you how much yeah. they're paying attention to it. I mean, you and I know, Bree, from being on Twitter all day, the whole left, all they do is fantasize. All they've been doing is fantasizing about putting Trump in prison for, you know, the last, let's say, seven years, basically since he, he came to power. So this is just another example. And and I actually recommend people, if they're into this stuff, read this article because it does do a good job of laying out these four different scenarios based on how the Supreme Court responds uh, to Trump's appeal. Um, but what's, what's interesting and what I put up in a second headline is just that they completely, they left out one thing you know, one huge thing, which is the Supreme Court is taking up that obstruction of an official proceeding charge. And I noticed in your really excellent interview with Jeff Clark yesterday, which is in the CFP stack right now, by the way, Jeff talks about that obstruction ruling. And to quickly bring people up, there's over 300 J6ers who are currently in jail right now, convicted on this very strange charge that was originally an accounting charge that was brought up in the Enron scandal. And it's been shifted by Matthew Graves and the J6 people to, you know, to whatever, to what happened at the Capitol. So anyway, that's as you and I both know, Bree, that is two of the four charges against Trump in the Jack Smith case. They're both related to that obstruction of an official proceeding. And here's the, the last interesting point in that. It wasn't Trump people going to the Supreme Court. It was J6 people who oh, I, I forget, I think maybe Nathan Fisher was the is the defendant's name who uh, brought this case. And the Supreme Court, you know, took it up really quickly. So court watchers uh, have said that that's a good sign that they they probably agree with the plaintiffs that this is a ridiculous charge should have nothing to do with January 6th. So I'll wrap it up and throw to you uh, just by saying it's a good article. People should read it. Um, but you know, but some stuff is left out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to send, you know, the audience right now over to CFP's website. So citizenfreepress.com to check that one out. Uh, it's purple right now in the stack. So that might make it a little easier for you guys to spell yeah, it out. It's right at the top. And yeah. Bree, if I can interrupt you a couple quick things for people who are new to the site, I just want to explain it. What it is, is I get up every morning between eight and nine, sit down in a chair and I start banging out headlines from basically nine until about one or two in the morning. So anytime you come encouraging new readers, everything new is going to be at the top. Now, sometimes I move things down four or five slots, right? If I have a really important story at the top, so a new one will go a little bit lower. But for the most part, everything's at the top. So people, you can load it on your phones. There are no photos and no ads on the site. There never have been ads. So it loads super quickly. Um, So anyway, back to you, you want to go down and I just wanted people to know what they're seeing. So you can visit and you're always going to know the new stuff is at the top. That's basically what I wanted to get out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's so important too about your website. I think people need to realize that you you don't place ads and you also don't, you, the websites that have annoying ads, you you don't push people to them, um, <laughs> which I greatly appreciate because there's a lot of people out there who have some really obnoxious ads and I'm glad we agree on yeah. that. Not pushing there Cause they don't yeah. deserve the volume. In fact, I, they don't. And I do. People should pay attention. Like there's a couple of links to Washington Post in the first 10 in the stack right now, for example. But if they look, they'll notice they're actually going to a cache. It's a it's a it's a Google cache of the Washington Post page. So we're giving no traffic to Washington Post. Everything goes to this Google cache. So I do. My, yeah, I absolutely. I spend every link that I do. I go it's from sort of a source I don't like. I, you know, I. I sort of find alternate ways. And this is a good opportunity to explain this too, because I get a lot of, I get occasional criticism in my open thread, like, Kane, why are you linking to Yahoo so much? Why are you linking to these sources? Here's why. 
Guess what, yeah. people? Reuters is paywalled. Wall Street Journal is paywalled. New York Times is paywalled. Daily Beast is paywalled. The Guardian is sometimes paywalled. The Telegraph is always paywalled. But all of those stories are generally free on Yahoo. So just so people understand, that's why I use that source. So yeah, that's well, it. Thank you for this is that. good. This is. Yeah, it is important. And it's good that you're giving me a chance that I can sort of speak to my readers because I'll, I'll post this video later tonight and people can watch it and then I won't get criticized so much. So that would be nice. <laughs> I mean, listen, it makes sense. I don't like giving these people credit too sometimes, but sometimes you just don't have an option to do so. And you could only yeah. have so many conservative sources like you cited. So it's okay. I mean, we got to do it. But also I think it's important too, because I often will watch like the opposition um, today on my Twitter. You page. have to. You have to. You have to because you could understand what the news cycle is heading by just looking at that. Uh, a great example of yeah. that I posted on my Twitter page today, CNN. So they're going out there and they're all talking MSNBC. All these hacks are telling you that uh, that uh, Tucker Carlson's treason is for uh, for for going ah. to, to interview Putin. And they're saying all these names and whatnot about him. But then there was like a little seven second clip that I caught from CNN openly admitting to they themselves trying to get Putin to sit down to do an interview with them. And they were upset because Putin right. didn't sit down with them. So I found that little second, seven second clip. I pulled it so you guys don't have to go to CNN's website and then you could just watch it for yourselves. But ultimately, yeah, it's it's garbage. But it actually, this actually goes well with our next story because speaking of Tucker um, and snowflakes, you've got on your website right now that the EU snowflakes want to slap sanctions on Tucker Carlson. How dare he talk to Putin? And that's such a great, timely piece, considering everything that's going on right now with him. Uh, but like you described, yeah. they want to slap the sanctions because they are snowflakes. But they don't. They want to control the narrative, especially about Ukraine. And that's what's so important here. Because, And we'll get to the Ukraine story, too. That's on your website, too, right now. But ultimately, they're upset with Tucker Carlson because Tucker Carlson's going to be asking questions that will likely debunk the mainstream media narrative. Isn't that likely? Tuck, uh, Tucker, gosh, Kane, sorry, wrong person. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, it's everything that you said. Um, and it's what's insane about that. And I'm trying to pull it up from the site. Charlie Kirk tweeted yesterday that the last um, the, and I have to type one hand while I do this, but he tweeted that the last interview that mainstream media did was NBC News in 2021. And their reporter, and I forget his name. But the reporter went to Moscow and interviewed Putin and there was no outrage in, you know, in regime media and leftist Twitter. Um, yeah. There was no outrage in Europe because a, an NBC news reporter interviewed Putin. I mean, how could we the, the, people have no, you know, young people really have no idea how it used to be. We always used to interview um, people involved, you know, foreign presidents, foreign leaders involved in wars that we didn't agree with. Um, when you go back through the last 75, three, 75 years of history of broadcast history, it's so it's incredibly crazy that, you know, it just sort of fits their cancel culture thing, doesn't it? Right. Like yeah. if once someone's a bad person, then no one's allowed to talk to them. So Putin's a bad guy, which I actually agree with. I'm no fan of Putin. I actually could care less about the entire Putin, you know, Zelensky thing. I, you know, I, so, yeah, so it's. It's insane that they that these EU Parliament people would even discuss this idea of sanctioning Tucker. But you know, you and I aren't surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised because they don't they don't want you talking to the other side because they like to control the narrative. And ultimately, they don't get to control it when you're actually talking straight to the source, which I think is extremely important. And ultimately, too, I mean, they they, they continue to deny and keep pushing forward that we need to keep dumping more money into Ukraine. And you've got another story on your website. Uh, which I will bring our audience attention to. I think I got it. Here we go. So you have now tagged, uh, I guess you're sending your audience over to a Dave Sachs tweet, David Sachs tweet. And ultimately he's reporting that there was a, another report regarding the CIA director Burns uh, warning Zelensky to stop stealing mm -hmm. so much money. Also Zelensky's subordinates were upset that he was taking too large, uh, too large a cut for the spoils. And so ultimately it looks like here we have people calling out Zelensky for taking money that they're begging us for. They're begging the American people for more money. And it's heartbreaking, Kane, because we keep seeing all these videos of all these poor Ukrainian soldiers getting slaughtered out there. And 
my heart just breaks for them because they don't have to be out there, right? We could sit there, we could go to the negotiation table, we can negotiate a deal to end this war now. But the problem is, is these people don't want to end it because they're profiting like crazy off of it. So ultimately, there's no incentive yes. for them to do so. Yeah, the, the military industrial complex. And you're right about negotiations. You're dead on right. And if you remember, it was in the first month after the conflict began, you know, 18 months ago, almost two years ago, in the first month, there was a peace deal. And I actually did a story in the stack not long ago about how they were meeting privately and that that peace deal was scuttled. And that's going to be the deal they end up doing when this thing ends. But yeah, you're great eye of, great eye on your part, by the way, to draw attention to this story, because here's the deal. The the Seymour uh, Hirsch substack is paywall. And there is no way around it. Even, you know, I know every method and there's no way around it. So I haven't been able to link that to people. But that David Sachs tweet pulls out, you know, the really important quote from it, which is basically the CIA director flew to, flew to Kiev specifically to meet with Zelensky to tell him, stop taking so much money. We know how much you're diverting. So anyway, that's just that's, that's astonishing. You know, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy yeah. stuff. So you know, one thing I can already tell, I can already tell, uh, Bree, is you and I are going to, especially me, I'm going to have to work on giving short answers. <laughs> I'm blowing <laughs> Listen, this whole segment with... talking. <laughs> yeah. We don't but have time for it. It'll just be this way. Yeah, yeah. And it'll just be this way because I wanted to explain a few of those things to my readers and stuff. So I won't do that in a future, in a future yeah. discussion. But I think we could do this a couple of times a week. I enjoy it. So anyway, if if we have more time, I'm ready to talk about more. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it because I think this is interesting. I think they want to get your your insight and and get my you know commentary where I laugh at my own jokes because I'm worried that no one's laughing at home. You're right. Okay, Kane, I want to get to this next story because this one really upset me. This one it really highlights <laughs> how bad the economy is under Joe Biden. So I went to Taco Bell the other day, and I don't really eat fast food often, but when I went to Taco Bell. A steak chalupa supreme. So one taco cost me $5, $5. I mean, I remember it being like $3 back in the day. Like it was a premium item, but it wasn't that expensive. And I remember, you know, back in college when I was with my friends, we would be, you know, dirt broke because we were in school. So we'd gather all of our change together and we'd get an 85 cent uh, chicken burrito that they had. It was amazing. <laughs> and that's what we would do before we went out at night. But you can't do that in Joe Biden's America anymore. He's ruined the dollar menu. And you're highlighting that in another story on your website. And ultimately... It is now $3 for single McDonald's hash brown. How outrageous is that, Kane? I just think it's hilarious to think because so many of us did the late night Taco Bell runs in college. And <laughs> and you're right. Joe Biden, Joe Biden just killed our dream. He just killed the dream of every young 18-year-old kid who was looking forward to getting drunk with his friends on campus and going to Taco Bell. Yeah, I don't know. $5. I'm like you. I, I avoid, I'm older now. So I avoid all the, uh, all the fast food that I can, but yeah, five bucks, $3 for a hash brown. I'm not paying it. Are you paying it? You probably, no. you were probably hungry. So you probably paid it. <laughs> if you, so here's how you save money in Joe Biden's America when you're, when you're getting fast food. Now I don't recommend fast food because it's horrible for you, but if you're going to do it, do it right and download the, the fast food app. <laughs> So they have McDonald's apps where before you place your order, you could place it on the app and it will give you discounts. So every now and then you could get a free hash brown, but I don't know how long it's going to last if they're going to start raising up these prices of $3 for a hash brown, but uh, definitely download these yeah. apps and try your best to get free incentives, but don't eat fast food though, again, because that's not good for you. <laughs> hey, Brianna. Hey, Brianna, do you know the one area of our, of our society that has had zero inflation in the last 18 months? Uh, Hunter Biden's artwork. This is a joke. You're supposed to say, no, I have no idea. <laughs> the answer is journalist salaries. People don't understand why we journalists care about, about McDonald's and Taco Bell pricing, but it's because there's no money in journalism and especially in independent journalism. Yeah. So, yeah. well, it's funny. But we're lucky to have jobs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, some of them, I mean, some of them don't deserve raises. Um, they actually deserve to be terminated, some journalists. But otherwise, the rest of you who are really good, and I like, uh, yeah, you definitely deserve your raise. We were actually joking too on a lot of these Substacks. I remember when I used to subscribe and support other independent journalists, it was like $5, $6 for a Substack. Inflation's even gone right. there. Some people are charging like $8, $9. I'm like, okay, guys. 
let's calm it down a bit. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's sad. You want to support everyone, but you're like, okay, I just don't want to go broke. So let's figure out a better way to do this. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, and we appreciate it. Yeah. About what were you going to say about your sub stack, which is no, good a, by the way. Excellent. It's remained the same price and I still give out my stories. I don't charge people for my stories. So it's always been free. So, um, my inflation That's hasn't hit the me, way to but. do it. That's the way to do it. You, Don Server, other smart, intelligent, thinking individuals realize that you should never put a wall, a paywall on your Substack. Just yeah. at the bottom, say, hey, people, this is how I survive. I need the money actually to pay my rent, and I'll keep producing this awesome journalism. And in your case, it's always following up to the FBI or DOJ for comment. For yeah. pe people who don't know, Brie is the queen. She is the literal journalism queen for trying to get the FBI and DOJ to comment on these ridiculous stories that come out. And, and she's fearless and she's hilarious and she contacts them and they never respond, but they always know that Brie is going to be there looking for it. So yeah. the point being, you do the Substack right. We all, we all really appreciate reader support and listener support. And it's how, it's how conservative journalists stay alive. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And uh, speaking of reaching out for comment and, you know, I do the FOIA request too. Uh, later this week, we're going to announce yep. uh, I've got some good lawsuits coming up. So I'm going to be filing some lawsuits against these three-letter agencies who don't want to comply. And so uh, it's going to get good. But yeah, like you said, they don't want to respond. Sometimes when they do, they put their foot in their mouth. Like if you're like DHS and TSA, yeah. you accidentally send me my own email. Like when you're talking about me saying that I'm an unfavorable reporter <laughs> and then you beg me not to post it. And then it, you like, publish you know, it. <laughs> and then you publish it 30 viral. minutes later and then you call me you're like hey you gotta see this story it's hilarious then i throw it up in the stack on cfp and then the person regrets that they ever even answered your email so oh, yeah it's so great yeah they don't really answer it's much a beautiful thing uh, DH, dhs asked me last time like what outlet are you with and i said no one i'm independent but i used to work for fox newsmax and, and name the other local news stations and they're like, thank you. And right. that was the end of the email. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not She's fans. bad news. Yeah, they're She's not bad fans. news. Yeah. It's, it's kind of sad. So let's this wrap it up with this last good story because I like this yeah. one, right? Uh, Mitch McConnell. Okay. Now, we're, we're going to play a clip later in the show of Ted Cruz. Actually, we did play a, a clip later on in the show from Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz pretty much saying that it's time for Mitch to go. Obviously, the rest of us in America yeah. have had enough of this man. Uh, how much longer do you yes. think this man has a shelf life for? Because he looks like he's deteriorating before our eyes. But is he going to still last? Is he going to Did you catch any of his live? Did you catch any of his live speech yesterday on the floor? I try to ignore them, but uh, what did I miss? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, whatever. I just had it up. But what I was, you notice, right? We know he's had these freezing episodes in public, two of them. So I kept thinking, okay. Because there was no one behind him in the Senate, on the Senate floor. Absolutely no one. And I think that was on purpose. They wanted to act like they were so confident that he wouldn't freeze. But I guarantee you that just off camera, there were two or three Senate aides just waiting to go in and grab him. Um, so, yeah, how, how long do I think he'll last? I think one more freezing episode would knock him out. So there's an answer. I, the guy is, he's, you know, he's the thing that never dies. Like, the idea that, that the turtle is still the speaker of the Senate, or not speaker, but uh, Republican leader of the Senate is astonishing. So I don't, I'm not, less than six months, that would be nice. Would you, I'd be happy about that. So there's yeah. my answer. Yeah, I'm hoping a little bit quicker than less than six months, like maybe tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see. And especially with Ronna McDaniel. I mean, she, New York Times reported that she was going to resign. And then now she's saying, oh, no, I'm not going to resign. I'm focused. And uh, it's just a whole bunch of garbage. So, I mean, I hope the door doesn't hit her on the way out, either Mitch McConnell, too. I mean, we need some serious changes. And unfortunately, yeah. it doesn't. It also doesn't help when Congressman McAids, who I dearly do uh, enjoy, like, enjoy hearing from him and his commentary on things, when he pushes people like Speaker McCarthy to be chairman of the RNC, doesn't help either. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. That was a giant troll, though. That was a giant, giant troll. He was basically saying yeah, so. that everything that, that McCarthy's good at, which is fundraising and schmoozing and shaking people's hand and not doing anything productive, that those are all the qualities that are needed in an RNC chair. So, so I give, I put that clip, up, I mean, excuse me, I put that tweet up as well from Gates. So yeah. I just, 
I know he was. I know he was messing with this. I'm sure it had to be uh, trolling. We hope because I I think very highly of that man. <laughs> so we shall yeah. see. All right, Kane. I'll let you get back to your stack because I know there's a lot going on. This news cycle has been insane. So thank you for jumping on with us. We greatly appreciate it. I think this was a success, a resounding success for a future segment. So I enjoyed it, and uh, I'll we'll. Uh, Next time there will be more jokes. That I pr- that's my promise to the audience: more jokes. More jokes. So more have jokes. a great we day. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Game. You appreciate it. I just finished unpacking my latest My Pillow order, and guys, it is incredible. I just stocked up on the new MyPillow 2.0 line, and let me tell you something, when it's the MyPillow I'm using 2.0, or if it's the Giza bed sheets, I'm sleeping like a baby these days. And it's just not my sleep that's improving. Gia and Giuseppe, their sleep's improving on the MyPillow dog beds. They are loving them. I literally can't get Gia off of it because she's obsessed with it. My best friend, Allie, I gifted her the new MyPillow slippers and she can't take them off her feet these days. She doesn't feel like she's walking on clouds, especially after working in heels all day long. So if you're interested in improving the quality of life right now, you gotta head over to MyPillow.com. And if you wanna secure up to 66% off, make sure you type in Brianna, that's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. You gotta head there now. They're going to sell out quickly and you gotta get your hands on these new products. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. And under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came up with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. Yesterday on our show, we had J.D. Rucker on. It was a great, enlightening interview that we did with him. So we wanted to play that again for you guys. Let's take a listen. European farmers have won the battle, but not yet the war. It looks like the EU is giving in after they've held protests for weeks now. We've been covering it here on this show So the good news dropped this morning, and we want to bring some attention to it. Now the EU is looking to ditch its efforts to slash pesticide use by 50%. That was the goal for them. They were looking to do so by 2030, but it's not happening anymore. And it's all because of the great farmers throughout Europe who were protesting. And I mean, why would you want to piss off your farmers? It's crazy that the EU was even doing this in the first place. But they were dealt a stiff hand and... They were given manure, which was spread all over their building. And there were so many other creative ways that they protested. So now they are forced to comply. And the EU president, well, she had these claims to make after saying that they were going to get rid of that policy that they were trying to implement. Our farmers deserve to be listened to, she said. Uh, I know that they are worried about the future of agriculture and their future of farm farmers. And then she goes on to pretending like she is the hero to save the day. But ultimately, this World Economic Forum agenda is being pushed by the EU. And they're just looking for creative ways to force farmers all around the EU to comply. And so I want to bring in somebody who we've had on the guest on the show quite some time now to discuss all of this. Let's bring in JD Rucker. He is the co-founder of flyovermeat.com. JD, it's good news. The farmers have won the battle. Your reaction to the news coming out of the EU this morning? Oh, it's great. Great, great win. And thank you for having me, Brianna. It's a great win of, as you say, it's it's just a battle, though. The, the war is, is not over, and the war probably won't be over because they're going to continue to press this. This climate, climate change cult is going to continue to press this uh, for the sake of control, for the sake of making sure that they have all of the, all of the food covered up. Um, and you did note that uh, that Ursula, Ursula with the United, United, I'm sorry, with the European Union is um, is trying to play the good guy. She's not. She's just the the one to say, okay, fine, you guys win. You guys uh, don't worry. It's all covered for now. But then behind the scenes, they're just getting ready for the next push, which will happen with the next European Commission. Um, and it's not just you mentioned pesticides. It's diesel fuel. It's it's everything. They are doing everything they can 
to prevent farmers from being able to produce food. Um, and it's something we need to use here in the United States as a roadmap. Like, this is the way. This is how you do it. If you want to stop tyranny, then you have to act. And praise God for, for these farmers and, and ranchers and just regular citizens in Europe who stepped up and made it happen. We need to make sure that we're ready to do the same thing here in the United States. Yeah, it was incredible to watch. I mean, all around Europe, they were. There was a video in in Italy, for an example, where there was a priest blessing all of them as they were protesting. And ultimately, it it doesn't make any sense to me why you'd want to piss off your farmers. I mean, this is a group of people who are looking to pull away from meat consumption, and they want us to, you know, rely on plants and bugs and disgusting things to consume. And so I thought it was interesting, that approach. And as we discussed, too, uh, prior to this segment, uh, it looks like even CNBC is admitting, too, that this World Economic Forum agenda that's going on right now, it's not beneficial to anyone. And they're just saying it by telling you, hey, listen, meat is actually good for you to eat. It's actually the best food group for you to consume. Uh, and, And if you had to give up anything, don't give up meat. And so I thought that was interesting. And JD, before this story broke... I was actually planning on uh, consuming meat and it was actually flyover meat because I was planning on doing this whole video, making your products. And we were going to talk about it later this week. So this story came up and I had to have you on. So I want to talk to our audience a little bit about that, right? So uh, I will be doing that later tonight. I will be making this video and we could do it later. But uh, ultimately you have some incredible products that you offer. It's a great service to the American people. You've come out with this line of meats that is resilient even to the World Economic Forum's desires to implement this on the rest of us. So tell us a little bit about your company and why it's so important for folks to drop what they're doing now and head over to your website to take a look at it. Absolutely. And, and thank you for, for bringing that up. Yes. Flyovermeat.com is designed to allow people, people such as, as your listeners, your viewers, allow them to be able to start stocking up as much as they can on long-term storage beef. The beef is is high quality. We're talking about ribeye, uh, New York strip tenderloin. It's not going to be beef crumbles or any beef chunks. There's no no mRNA jabs in them. It's all American, all Texas, as a matter of fact. And we don't import it from anywhere. Uh, we, we know our cows from the moment they're born, from, from calf to, to table, so to speak. And, uh, and this is important stuff because there's so much low-quality stuff out there not just in the survivor world, but just in general. You know, if you're they're they're talking now about eighteen dollar Big Macs, well, no, no, <laughs> just don't do it. Yeah. Whether whether things go crazy or not, whether the election goes as crazy as a lot of people think it will, whether the World Economic Forum gets their way or not, if we're able to fight, if we're able to win, doesn't matter. You're still going to want high quality beef, and so people can take advantage at flyovermeat.com. They can use promo code Bree, that's B R E, to get fifteen percent off. Um, I'm not sure what, 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 uh, uh, BRE stands for, but we're going with it. Right. Right. Brianna? <laughs> <laughs> we are, we <laughs> are. I, I hear rumors. Joke. I, I, I bailed out of the joke in the last <laughs> second. In the video. Uh, well, me, I, I hear rumors that it's, it's the host of the show, but ultimately I know it's very complex. Sometimes the spelling of my name, I get it. So you're making it as easy as possible by sticking it with just three letters. B-R-E. <laughs> and then you get a lock in that great that great discount that you only get when you use the promo code. So that's why it's so important to make sure you get it right. I love it. The products seem amazing. Everyone who I've sp- spoken to, I know the white, it's why I go on their podcast all the time. We talk about it because they've actually, they've gotten your products before they've eaten it and they are just loving it. So I'm going to make the video tonight and then we'll talk about it later this week. I think it's so important. And then it was funny. I turned over the package and I saw that my package, I think it doesn't expire until the expiration date reads, I think it was 2043 or something. I can't even think that far in advance. So it has a shelf life of up to 25 years, potentially, potentially, gosh, <laughs> depending upon how you store it. I'm at a loss for it. I'm so excited for the steak later on tonight. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's what's so important. So if you're looking to push back, guys, Head over and come up with an arsenal of meats. Head over to flyovermeat.com. Use promo code BRE to secure up to 15% off. JD, you also have bison on the way. Uh, so tell us a little bison. bit about that and when they could expect it. Cause that's exciting. So we flew our guy. Our, uh, <laughs> he loves traveling. Jason Nelson <laughs> loves, uh, loves traveling. Um, 
Nah, that's a that's an inside joke. Uh, we sent him up to to the <laughs> ranch up north, and he checked out the the bison, talked to the people. We figured out a, a supply chain that we would be able to sustain uh, for for a low enough price because that's the important thing. The bison meat is great. Those who who have never had bison, or maybe you thought, oh, I didn't care for it. My wife, we tested it with my wife. My wife does not generally like bison, but we took the took the bison meat. We rehydrated it with uh, beef. It was freeze dried. We rehydrated it with uh, beef broth, and she ate it. And she's like, "What? Wow, this is better than than regular bison meat." Um, so so it's good. And as far as when it should be available, I'd love to say April, but it's probably going to be May soon. We'll have it for sure before the summer. And uh, and once we do have it, it's going to be a huge seller. Shockingly, it's not. It, it's not terribly more expensive than beef. I know that a lot of times, you know, you go to the store and you get bison meat or go go out to a restaurant and it's generally a lot more expensive than the beef. It's not. And so I think that a lot of people are are trying to rip you off if they the, the bison is double the, the price of beef. Ours won't be. It's not going to be much more expensive than the beef because, well, it doesn't cost as much more than the beef. We're not doing this for, for profit. We really are trying to get Americans as much high quality protein as possible before your your friends and neighbors are stuck in, in cricket lines waiting for their mealworm burgers or lab grown meat or whatever, soy burgers. Ugh. Oh, no, 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 disgusting. no. Your people go to flyover meat, promo code brief, say 15% off and um, and get actual beef that will be available to you by 2049. <laughs> yes, yes. It's it's incredible, I have to say. Uh, bison's also a great source of protein. I know because all my meathead friends, they eat bison. Uh, so they strongly rely on that. So it's a it's definitely a great product to have available. And listen, you don't have to wait until April if you guys are looking to stock up on, on great products like this. Shipping is free when you use my promo code as well. So make sure, again, you use BRE to get the 15% off and free shipping. I probably should have mentioned that sooner. But it's great to use because right now you could stock up on these these items now and then you can wait till the bison comes in, comes in and then you can get the bison as well. Again, it's free shipping, so you can't go wrong with that. JD, thank you so much for jumping on with us. I know this was last minute, so I appreciate it. And thank you for everything that you do. So I just finished unpacking my latest order from MyPillow and there's so much to tell you guys about. The new MyPillow 2.0 line is incredible. And it's not just me. Gia and Giuseppe are also loving their MyPillow dog beds. Gia is so obsessed with it. She wants to eat on it, play on it. She literally never leaves her bed. She is loving the MyPillow dog beds, and I'm sure your pups at home would too. And it's just not that. My best friend, Allie, I gifted her the new MyPillow slippers and she's loving it. She describes it as walking on clouds. It's so incredible. So make sure you head over to MyPillow.com and secure up to 66% off. It's an incredible deal. Make sure you use promo code Brianna. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. And you guys got to get there now. Once word gets out that these items are all on the market now, the updated ones, well, he's going to sell out quickly. After a long day of filming, I've got to somehow take off all this makeup, but make sure that I put the nutrients back into my skin that it desperately needs. So I found this new skincare line. I have to tell you all about it. Givaderm is all natural products. I use it twice a day. I use it in the morning and I also use it before I go to bed. First up, we have this clay cleanser. This is amazing because it takes up all of your makeup and it smells good too. Vitamin C is so important for brightening your skin. I also used to get super bad acne, and so it's helping, um, I guess, kind of like blending my acne scars a little bit so they're not so bright anymore. Here it is, it's the vitamin C serum. Just little pumps and put it on. And then don't forget your neck. Now moving on to step three, that is their Uplift Serum. You don't have to do that much. So many times I have like these high-end products and I'm clogging my pores and you can see it. It's literally always around here and around my nose area. But for some reason, maybe it's just because it's natural and it's not all that garbage chemicals that are into it. It seems to clear it up so well. Step four, it's the bamboo mist. It feels so amazing on your skin. I mean, you could literally name all these products that are in it. Definitely also like a cooling. See? And then this one, it's called Nourish. It's like this amazing cream, super light. You don't need that much of it. And always make sure you get under the eye area, not in your eyes. 
Givaderm has done miracles for my skin. I highly recommend it to everyone, men and women, because guess what happens if you don't take care of your skin? It looks like you're aging quicker than what you really are aging. Natural products, all made in the USA. They don't support any of the garbage that comes out of China. It's not gonna be found in your products. I promise you that. You have to get this product. Click down the link below. Givaderm is the product name and the promo code for 10% off right now is Brianna. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.